guys. Welcome back to Kindled. So today I have a very fascinating conversation to share with you that I got to have with a new friend that I connected with on social media. Her name is Jen Niza, and you may know her better by her handle, which is Saved. She actually is a former psychic medium. She came out of the new age and the occult and into the light of Christ. She is now a born-again Christian, and she has a ministry on TikTok sharing the gospel and praying with people. So she is um, just, her her testimony is incredible. I, I got chills even re-listening to the episode several times just hearing how God so powerfully moved in her life. So I'm excited to share that with you. Uh, Before I get into that, I want to just remind you that we are winding down this spring season of Kindled. I have, let's see, I think five episodes left, including this one. My final episode is going to air May, uh, May 30th. Yep. And then I will have a surprise bonus episode sometime for you in June. Well, it's not really a surprise. The, the guest is a surprise. I'm not going to tell you who it's going to be um, until it airs. But so including today, we have, yeah, five episodes of the regular season. And then I'll be taking a summer break. Um, and so as I mentioned last week, I will continue to publish every Friday slash Saturday on Firestarters in my subscriber community. So if you want to join us inside there, it's $10 a month. Um, That is a way for you to support what I do, the ministry, and to get exclusive extra content and to continue hearing from me over my breaks. Um, And I still show up in there. So uh, the link where you can visit is kindledpodcast.locals.com. You can become a member for free just to get access to the page. And I do have some free open posts in there that you, you do not have to be a paying subscriber to see or to listen to. Um, And then all of the new content is for subscribers. So kindledpodcast.locals.com. That's how that works. Love to have you join me inside that community and um, follow along with all the stuff that I'm doing in there. So, all right, that is all I have in terms of announcements. So here's my conversation with Jen Niza. Jen, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. It's nice to be here. So um, before we get started, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to guests, tell them who you are and what you do. Okay. Hey, everybody. Nice to meet you. My name is Jen, and I actually have a ministry on TikTok um, now as a Christian influencer. I have been saved out of the occult by the amazing grace of Jesus Christ, and I share my testimony, and I do Bible studies now. Um, He's really using uh, me now for his glory and for the kingdom. Yeah. So how in the world did you get started with TikTok? I mean, that is, that is, uh, that is an interesting venue, right? I mean, it's such a, it can be such a hostile place for Christians. Have you found it to be that? Yes. A million percent hostile, Uh a million. Um, You know, the, the devil is active in this world and he is making himself extremely present Mm-hmm. on social media and mm-hmm. TikTok is is definitely hostile towards yeah. Christians. But I got into it a couple of years ago. I was taking care of my sick cat and my daughter had it on her phone, downloaded it. My daughter mm-hmm. is 20, she'll be 21. So it was a couple of years ago. And she and I would watch the videos and I thought that they were funny and entertaining yeah. and all the girls were doing them. So she said, Mom, I'll download a few so you could watch the videos when you're laying with Felix. So I said, okay, great. So I'm watching them and I'm saying, Hey, I want to do this. So I actually started making these goofy little pet videos with my pets. And the Lord was just like, okay, we're done with that now. Let's start praying for people. Yeah. Wow. And I started praying for people and just reading scripture. And it was so raw. I mean, I would just kneel down by the side of my bed and just read scripture and just try to encourage people. And, um, show the hope that I have in Christ and um, relate to people, give them my stories, show them how Jesus works in my life, not only how he saves me, but how he continues to work in my life today. Wow. That's so powerful. I mean, and something that we don't see a lot on social media, right? Just being raw and 
praying yes. for people, reading scripture. Like there's so many voices and so much, um, content being created, but very little of it is what I would describe as, you know, um, just kind of vulnerable and honest, like a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of it is very fake and planned mm-hmm. and, you know, posed mm-hmm. all of that. So, so that kind of makes sense for why you might've had people interested in, in what you were doing. Cause it was different. Perhaps uh, a lot of people tell me now they love the fact that my morning lives that I do. I mean, I'm sitting at my kitchen table in a sweatshirt, my zoom outfit, I call it my pajama pants, my sweatshirt, my cup of coffee, and I have the Bible open and you're in my kitchen with me and we're reading the Bible and we're talking and we're talking about God and we're addressing new age topics as well as others. And they, people say they find me relatable. I don't have um, the bells and the whistles on anything. I am not technologically savvy. So the Lord is using that flaw. Thank God. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, Well, so you said you were saved out of the occult. How long have you been saved? How long have you been a believer? For eight years. Okay. Wow. Just over eight. Yeah. And when you say, you know, you were saved out of the occult, like, what did that look like for you? Can you talk to us about how did you get in and and in what way were you engaged in that, um, in that world? Sure. Uh, it started for me very young. I was around the age of 12 and I started having visions and, um, dreams that would come true. And I had no idea how I knew those things, but at the age of 13, we had a psychic reader, a tarot card reader in my home. And I was fascinated. I was honestly fascinated by this tarot card reading, intrigued by the, um, the parts of the reading that were accurate, because there will be parts, I'm sure we can talk about that later. But I was intrigued by it. I was 13. And, and that was kind of putting some of those pieces together for me, like, hey, there's Mm -hmm. this power, there's this, this is cool. And, um, I was fascinated and that led me down the rabbit hole of destruction, that fascination, um, that desire and attraction to it Mm -hmm. by 15, 16, I had my own tarot cards. My sister and I started reading each other and we got into, we both got into numerology, astrology, kind of more of a dabbling in that, Mm -hmm. you know, having the books, oh my goodness, everything that you could think of to retrieve information supernaturally. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going down that road. A uh, series of events in my life happen, including um, eating disorder, uh, depression, anxiety. I really didn't have a lot of self-esteem. Mm-hmm. But what I was getting a lot of was this secret little prideful, what we used to call a gift. And I later found that, of course, it's not a gift, but divination. And Mm -hmm. I started having dreams of people that were deceased. Um, I started feeling spirits touching me um, when I would be on the treadmill, just touching my hands. And I was seeing frightening things. And um, I was able to get information from these deceased people in dreams and they weren't directly related to me, but they were, they were connected to people that I knew. So I was able to give this information to those people and they would validate it and say, yeah, this was so-and-so and and he did die that way. And so now I'm, whoa, what's happening? Mm -hmm. And I always turn to other psychics for my knowledge. So when that started happening, I went to the psychic medium. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, you're, you're a medium. You need to go to so-and-so's class, the divination class, and you need to, you know, hone in and tune in and um, really blossom as a psychic medium because you have a gift. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. Wow. Pulled this woman up who, who led the group, and I went into this divination class. And let me tell you, that almost, it, that took me from where I was rapidly to the next level mm-hmm. of it, because it's just constant attention into it, the meditating mm-hmm. um, and, and, and doing the readings. I walked wow. out of there with business cards. <sighs> yeah, pretty much. 
So it's basically like a little fast track to getting people into, you know, operating at basically as, as a psychic medium, having your own little business. Like it's like, Mm -hmm. it's almost like junior college or Juco for, for that profession. It sounds like. Right. And it's not that you have to teach somebody how to be a psychic medium or how to um, be a diviner. You're not teaching them that you've already given permission to evil spirits to talk to you. What you're doing is learning the lingo, um, how you want to address people. You know, we used to say something before the reading, we would let them know how it works or how you read somebody, Mm -hmm. um, you know, how you see symbols and what that translates into. So yeah, Mm -hmm. there's a lot that goes into that for sure. For sure. So interesting. Um, so you're going along, I mean, did, did any of this freak you out or did you just think Mm -hmm. this is a gift? I, I, did it make you feel good about yourself or were you nervous about it? What did it scare you? Like, how did you feel as this is happening? Yes, yes, yes. And yes, okay. <laughs> it was, it honestly was both. I, I did feel um, like I had this awesome little gift and I was being told it was a gift. So mm-hmm. that's why I believed it was a gift, but it's something that gives you value. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're somebody battling with those particular issues, it's no wonder that the evil one would come in and make it look like, Hey, I'm going to give you something to make you feel good about yourself. And Mm -hmm. only you have this power. I mean, this is huge. People are coming to you. People want, want something from you, you know? Um, And though it's pride, you don't act prideful. I was the nice girl next door, compassionate, Mm -hmm. kind. And I always felt very sorry for the people that were coming to me because they were hopeless, lonely, or grievous. Um, now having said that I was really afraid I was really afraid and I pray somebody hears that out of everything because no matter what the mediums on tv are making it look like that that's not what it is you're still seeing scary spirits Um, I never felt alone I used to be afraid in my house if people would leave the house and I was in there by myself I, in my mind, I thought somebody was going to break in. And I realized later it was just the presences, the constant presences Mm -hmm. of spirits that were never leaving me alone. I would lock the door when I would go to take a shower and I still thought somebody could come in to get me, but it wasn't an outside source. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a material person I was afraid of, if that makes any sense. It was the spiritual presence. And And I saw many frightening things. Yes. Yeah. You saw saw frightening things? things? I sure did. I saw demons. I saw um, scary animals that are demons because they're not real. Um, They're not real animals. Um, You know, what people call ghosts or familiar spirits, they look like human beings. Mm -hmm. And I saw them in my house. Yeah, that's really not a fun time, to be honest with you. But then when you do the readings, and you believe that you're contacting mom, dad, for this person, grandma, grandpa, that's a little bit more comfortable you're a little bit, you feel a little bit more safe with those spirits. Mm. I think it's interesting that you said, you know, you were like the girl next door. You had a heart for people. You were compassionate. You, you probably came off as just super loving and kind. Mm -hmm. And someone people felt like safe to talk to you're a safe person, you know, um, non-judgmental, you know, all these character qualities that we would look at in someone and just be like, oh my gosh, they're just the nicest. And yet you said like, what was enabling you to do all that was pride, but you didn't come Mm -hmm. off as prideful. Right. It, but it was, it was this like it pride born out of, um, a lack of like knowing your inerrant value. Right. So like, because you, you lacked that awareness of like, what gives you value as a human being and you didn't know, And you were looking for it and then that offered something. And so then you're like, okay, that's my thing. And I mean, you would have to build up some amount of pride to, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to then be able to do that. And I, I see that that's kind of interesting because I wonder, um, the new age is so new age and the occult are often. So they, there's, they they sound so positive. They sound so Mm -hmm. friendly, so agreeable, like 
obviously the occult gets very dark, but like those, those introductory new age teachings do not present themselves as like deep demonic things. They are very love and light and peace. You know, that's what you hear people talk about. Like, I'm just trying to bring love and light into the world and who can argue with that? Right. Who, how do you argue with love and light? You know, I mean, right, because right. It, sounds, it sounds so positive and like your truth is your truth. My truth is my truth. You know what I mean? Like, Yes, I do. Yes, God, I do. Well, everyone is in God and God is in everything. And, you know, obviously <laughs> now, you know, we know they're pantheists or, or right. other, but like, but it sounds so harmless in a sense. Right. Right. And people, I think people are really looking for the supernatural. They're really looking for God, but they're so easily deceived by something that gives that appearance, that nice appearance, that good, that, that appearance of, uh, goodness. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's very tricky mm-hmm. and, and very, dis- so you, you bring up an excellent point. It doesn't matter what it looks like because we know Satan masquerades as an angel of light mm-hmm. or an angel is a messenger. So the person giving you this message might look good, seem good, want to help you mm-hmm. be compassionate and want the best for you, but is telling you things that are absolutely against the Lord and not the truth at all. And not because they want to hurt you or because they're evil. I wasn't an evil person. Yeah. I was a person mm-hmm. deceived. Yeah. The next sponsor I want to let you know about is my friend Sue with Plexus products. Now I've been using these products for about six months to help with my gut health. I'm using their vitamins, their daily adult vitamins, their microbiome, um, their microbiome for kids that helps with gut flora and helping our kids stay healthy, especially in these sick winter and spring months. I'm using their slim packets, which have been really helpful in my weight loss journey. Um, I'm also using their carb blocker now, which I will take if I'm going to have a really carb heavy meal. Uh, I just really enjoy the products that Plexus makes and Sue is offering Kindle listeners 10% off welcome pack orders plus a cute free Plexus water bottle. She's also going to give you some one-on-one coaching to help you reach your health goals, whatever that may be, whether it is getting better sleep, um, helping with anxiety, or maybe if you're on a weight loss journey like I am, whatever it may be reach out to Sue, ask her what they have that might be helpful to you. Um, And maybe like me, you too will be surprised by how much you really enjoy and benefit from Plexus products. Text Sue at 231-920-5993 or you can DM her on Instagram at 7inthewoods. That is number, the number 7 in the woods on Instagram. So text her 231-920-5993 or DM her on Insta at seven in the woods. So you're in, you are doing a psych, you you are doing readings for people. Did you have like a business or what, what did you do with that? Yes, I did. But uh, it's funny. I mentioned before, I'm not technologically savvy. So I didn't have a website or anything like that. I was just all word of mouth. Mm -hmm. I read from my home. I went and I did group readings. I went to do uh, parties and things like that. And, you know, when people hire mediums for parties, at least in my experience, it wasn't because they thought it was just entertainment. They just thought it would be cool to add that element because so many people are intrigued by it. I mean, you see it now everywhere, parties, restaurants, TV, obviously right? everywhere. So yeah, I was in business. This is what I was doing. And because I didn't charge the amounts that, you know, Teresa and everybody else was charging, I felt like I was the good guy. I wasn't going to rob people. Altruistic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was I I was like this should be available for all all people of all yeah. walks of life. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So then what changed? Like you kind of stay at that level, you just kind of, you know, went went about your business doing that for how many years? The better part of a decade. Okay. I was a professional medium. Yeah. Yeah. And then what changed for you? So, uh I was married. I ended up getting married. I had a daughter uh, prior to that. And um, so now I'm, you know, married. I I have a child that I'm exposing to all of these demonic entities. And of course, I didn't know that at the time, but I was seeing all of that in her. 
And at the age of 37, uh, something big happened in my life. That's all I can say there. And um, a traumatic event. Mm -hmm. And I cried out to Jesus Christ in a moment that I would have, if, if I had all my faculties, I would have asked for a deceased loved one, a spirit guide, ascended master, or an angel. But I cried out to Jesus Christ, the Jesus I never really knew at all, the Jesus I never cared about, the Jesus that I was completely rejecting by the way I lived my life. Mm. This, thank God I have the tissues. I almost, it, it always brings a tear when I start. Yeah, um, yeah. But I cried out to him. Wow. And he provided for me in that very uncomfortable uh, 30 minutes that I had to hold on. And he provided, but I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know what that experience was. I didn't have Christians around me. Mm-hmm. Not that it, you know, not that it mattered, but I knew something happened because when I, started my road of recovery. I did not want to be a psychic medium anymore, but I didn't know why Hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't read the Bible. So the Bible Mm -hmm. was in my house growing up and it was always there. I I never read it. So I didn't know why I also found myself going to my mom's church um, and just sitting in the garden and just sitting there. Mm -hmm. So it was really, it, it was interesting because the Holy spirit was drawing me near, but I didn't know mm-hmm. what, what it all meant. And I didn't know what to do. I did not want to be a psychic anymore. I didn't know why, but I went back to it. It was my job. It was mm-hmm. my livelihood. It was all I knew yeah. um, for all those years of my life. And I went back to it, but even that changed because the explanation that I would give the client before the reading completely changed. Now I was saying things like, well, listen, I'm not God. Oh, now I know God. What am I, you know, like, hey, I'm not God. And, you know, um, discrediting yourself. Yeah. Wow. I never thought of it that way, but absolutely right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And something sat with me, a medium that I spoke with. um, I've already mentioned her name. I won't mention it again. She and I read each other. Um, back in the day. And I remember something she told me, she said, I would be married with three children. Not only was that not the case, um, but there, she, she left out some of the children that demons could never have known wouldn't have been, wouldn't have made it. Mm -hmm. So it goes to show you that only God, God knows everything. God is sovereign and God holds life and death in his hands. Mm-hmm. But I remember reflecting on that and how it wasn't true and how that didn't come to pass. Mm-hmm. And now that's reflecting in what I'm telling these people before these readings. So that went on for a few months. And then one of my good old friends uh, from my psychic community, she comes to have dinner with me. I had a horrible situation in my marriage. Mm-hmm. I had asked my husband to leave. He went to his sister's house. My friend is coming over for dinner. She comes in totally glowing. And she's like, yeah, I met Jesus. Um, I'm like, what? But I left out. My husband came back that day. So now he's here for this dinner Mm. with my friend. And he hears her story. I hear her story. Now she's going to this church. She's telling us about this church and how she met Jesus and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, wait, wait, I, I, I used to read you. I used to read your family. What, mm-hmm. what does all of this mean? And she goes, why don't you guys come with me on Sunday? And I said, no. My husband said, yes. He went. He went to the church on Sunday. He met her there and he loved it. And he's like, Jen, this church is awesome. Like the pastor is so great. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, good for you, Jay. That's wonderful. And a month later, the Holy Spirit moved. I know it because... I did not care about going to that church. And that, that Sunday I had to go. Mm-hmm. I told, I said, Jay, I need to go to that place with you today. I don't know why I just want to go. Yeah. And that was the beginning of my true salvation because I went into that church and they're singing and they're, you know, and their arms are up worshiping. And I'm like, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. This is so overwhelming. I only knew Catholic uh, mass. So mm-hmm. I 
I took it all in and now the lyrics are on the screen and I'm singing with them because I always say, cause I'm a team player. So I'm singing the song and it was Jesus saved me. The lyric was Jesus saved me. And in that moment I flashed back mm. to, wow, I still, to when I first cried out to him mm-hmm. and I just, that was it sealed the deal. I knew it was him. I knew in that moment that he was gripping my heart, that he is real, that he is the one who comforted me that day months prior, that he's the one who's been fighting for my soul, nudging me. And I just started crying and I, tears of joy. And I went home and the first thing I did was look on Google. What does the Bible say about psychic mediums? Haley, I wasn't, it wasn't a conscious thought, you know, it wasn't like, okay, wait, so now I know Jesus. What does Mm -hmm. he think about my job? Let me, let me check it out. And let me go to the Bible that I never read before. Right. Right. Yeah. The Holy Spirit guiding you. Yeah. Guiding me. Yeah. So powerful. Wow. When I saw, when I saw the numerous and multiple verses about divination, particularly Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy Mm -hmm. um, 18, 10 to 12, where God specifically says, do not consult or practice. And he mentions medium. And I saw the word medium and I'm like, he's speaking to me. He's really calling me out. And I called my husband and I said, I have to quit my job. I called him. I said, you know, I think he went to the grocery store. I came home and I called or texted him. We always get that confused because we have bad memories, but Mm -hmm. I thought I called him. And um, I said, I have to quit my job. God God says not to do it. And I didn't even understand the ins and outs yet. I didn't even understand the demonic nature of it yet. Um, I just knew God said not to do it. And I had to turn from what I was doing. And I love how looking back on it, of course, that had to be the first thing that God took me away from Mm -hmm. because it's so demonic. Yeah, right. From darkness to light. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is so just such an amazing, beautiful story of, like you said, like, Christ fighting for you. And obviously like on the cross, he said it is finished. Like victory was won, but he is pursuing the hearts and the souls of those who will be his, those whom he has, you know, predestined and called Mm -hmm. unto salvation. Like he is going to have who is his. And that's just so comforting that, amen. you know, I mean, for anyone listening, who's wondering maybe about a friend or a family member, or even if you're listening and you are yourself, you know, um, involved or engaged in the new age and, um, listening skeptically, like if he is calling you and drawing you, he will have you like he, that's right. He does not lose. He is, he is a soul winner, not a loser. Um, so wow. That is just such a powerful story. Um, so then from there, like, how did you, you know, start your walk? Did you, you know, start reading the Bible or learning? How did you start learning about what what scripture mm-hmm. says and who God is. Cause it's interesting that you said you didn't really know Jesus, but you had cried out to him. So really it mm-hmm. sounds like he was giving you that, you know, he enabled you to even cry out to him. Right. Absolutely. Amen. The first thing I did was make an appointment with that pastor mm-hmm. from that church mm-hmm. and talk to him about these things. And I did that. And, um, he, he let me know that it was, you know, against the Lord. It wasn't godly. He was so kind. He was so loving and Mm -hmm. gentle. I started going to church. I started to hear the word of Mm -hmm. God. I got into a small group and I was with some other ladies in Christ. And I started to learn more about the word of God that way. Mm -hmm. And I also was in counseling with another pastor in that particular church um, he'll always hold a special place in my heart. Pastor Jonathan Badgett, he knows. I even acknowledged him in my my uh, testimony that I published. Um, he he was going through school for, for psychology as well. So he was counseling people at the church. And I mean, I had so much going on. I had PTSD. I had years in the new age, years in the occult. Mm-hmm. And um I started counseling with him and he was so knowledgeable. I mean, God really lined it all up for me. He really did the right church, the right pastors, the right help, the right uh, wise counsel, everything. And he was very knowledgeable about divination, which is not 
that common, to be honest right. with you. No. Right. Yeah. Not, yeah. So that's, that was the beginning of how I got closer. And of course I had the desire to be in the word of God and, mm-hmm. and read it and watch sermons and understand it. And really through my trials, um, I've learned that much more about God and every place he takes me, every time he calls me to do something new, he's growing me throughout these years. It's, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable just by these experiences that force me to have to do a deep dive on a new topic or a new, a new situation or something that I didn't know about in the word. Yeah. All right. My next sponsor of today's episode is this podcast. What do I mean? So I am accepting new sponsors for the upcoming fall season. If you have a small business or a product or service that you think would be a good fit for this audience, then reach out to me at Haley at kindledpodcast.com. That's H-A-L-E-Y at kindledpodcast.com. Let me know what it is. I will send you my media kit with uh, all advertising pricing, the package options, how that all works, how many ads you get in a package, and just explain it all to you. I only work with advertisers who I either have experienced or use their product or am familiar with it and want to share that with my audience. So, um, but I would love to hear what your business is and see if it would be a good fit. So send me an email, Haley, H-A-L-E-Y at kindledpodcast.com to get my media kit today. Wow. That's incredible. And then you started your TikTok ministry sharing yes. scripture and, and just sharing your, your testimony where you, you know, what you've come out of and answering questions. You do a lot of that as well. And kind of responding to, uh, things people ask you about. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, you know, before we started recording, we kind of hit on a few of the ways that the new age and the occult have really become incredibly mainstream unfortunately for, for everyone involved, um, they have really just in the last, I don't know, like, when do you, when would you say that started happening? It seems like Mm. last 10 to maybe even shorter, maybe five years. I I feel that all of probably the last decade, at least, um, it seems like there has just been so many concepts that actually originate in the new age or the occult that have become very, familiar to us, you know, everything from, um, mindfulness to meditation, numerology, um, like you said, divination, crystals, energy, manifestation, name it and claim it vision boards, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. like all of these things people have probably heard of, or at least heard people talk about them and are like, oh, maybe I didn't realize some of that was from the new age, or maybe I didn't realize some of that was, um, you know, originating from the occult. Wh- why do you, I don't know. What's, what's my question here. Um, why do you think that is that, that we kind of see so much of it becoming more mainstream and accepted? Well, uh, we see a lot of brick and mortar churches with preachers in their pastors in there, what have you talking about these things, allowing them in the church, the Enneagram, I know has been in the church. Um, I think it was, please correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember if it was Bethel church, but there were even cards being done something with some cards. Yeah. But also social media, you have so many people that are trying to mix Christianity with the new age and they are very deceptive and they're saying I'm a Christian witch or I'm a Christian psychic. Um, then you have, um, holy yoga, Mm -hmm. making yoga look like it's something that um, is rooted in Christianity. And of Mm -hmm. course it is not, but it seems good. It looks good, but you have people claiming Christ, dropping his name, dropping the name of the Lord Mm -hmm. and, and saying, you can basically do whatever you want. And with that love and light idea that Mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier on, it's not something that you can do. You can't mix Christianity with the new age. So mm-hmm. it's just very deceiving. And people spend a lot of time now on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and mm-hmm. Insta theology. Saw, yeah, exactly. Um, I think I saw a, there was like a Bible group on Facebook and they were posting memes from a group that said psychic occult something. What? Look at the deception there. How could you do mm-hmm. that? How could wow. you do that? 
So I'm wondering some of that, but then they're taking, then what, what people do is they take these new age practices and they try to justify them uh, by cherry picking and taking some pieces out of the word of God, uh, yeah. like the vision board with, um, um, I believe it's in Habakkuk. I never say that. I always, I never pronounce things right. Oh, so I, where there is no vision, the people perish. Is that um, write no. write my vision on the tap on the oh. tablet. I'm so sorry that I don't have the verse exactly. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, I can look it up. Okay, say, say the verse again. Write my vision. Yes, on the tab on the tablet. Oh, I feel terrible. I should have had no, that. No, it's okay. Habakkuk two okay. two. That's it. Then the Lord answered me and said, "Write the vision and engrave it plainly on clay tablets, so that the one who reads it will run." Sounds like it might I, be. Uh, oh, so that so that a herald may run with it. Okay. Sounds, sounds like we might be uh, taking that out, out of context a little bit. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> but that, but that's, but that's what people do. And they, and they use these, you know, a verse here and a verse there mm -hmm. and they pepper it into their, um, you know, their new age practice. Mm -hmm. And it sounds convincing and you're on the other side of this thing. And you're just thinking, well, it sounds good. It, it seems okay. I mean, they, they use scripture, but the devil used mm -hmm. scripture. Mm -hmm. Demons know scripture. The devil knows the word of God better than most men do, men and women. Yeah. So you right. have to be careful with that. You have to be careful with that. And, and I really believe divination is not being talked about enough in the church. Uh -huh. It's not being preached about enough in the church. So you're going to have some confusion there mm -hmm. for sure. When right. I was baptized, right after I was baptized, a really nice man from the um, choir came over to me and he said, I wish you could talk to my wife. She comes to church with me every Sunday and then goes to Westbury Music Fair to see Teresa Caputo. Mm. She doesn't think there's anything wrong with it. And that's a psychic medium. She's a psychic she medium. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. She doesn't so, see a problem with it because no one's, no one's addressing it or calling it. And maybe she's not in community and, you know. Maybe nobody wants right. to offend her. <laughs> right. And, and there's just so much confusion. They just keep, you know, people elevate dreams and mm. they just find a way to make it from God instead mm. of wanting to know the truth and go into the word of God to see the truth, because then it would um, be convicting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You said um, something earlier, um, you know, when you, when you were talking about your uh, beginning realizing that you had this, this ability to divine information and retrieve information supernaturally that, you know, I think just kind of pointed, it reminded me that I think there's, you know, Doreen talks about this too. There is a, um, a pridefulness and a, a desire for special knowledge that motivates a lot of people who go searching for answers and kind of, um, a, a divine, response, uh, but they're, but they're not looking in the right place. They're looking anywhere, right. but the word of God. And, and I think what is interesting about that is that we are, you know, designed to, uh, because we're made by the creator and the image of God, like there is an, an aspect of us that wants answers, wants truth, wants to know, wants to hear from, um, the supernatural wants to hear from, uh, that higher power that we just sense must exist. There must be something that created all this. There must be someone up in the sky, you know, I mean, that's mm -hmm. just such a, right. such a widespread, um, awareness and belief. But when you go looking outside of the means that God has provided in his revealed word, you are not going to trace your way back to the, the right answer. You're actually going to just get pulled further away and into more deception and more lies. So, when yes. you go about it, these other routes of, mm -hmm. you know, well, I want a direct, I want direct connection with a spirit, or I want to pray to an angel or to all these different things that you said, you know, that you were doing. Mm -hmm. um, it's just interesting that, that part of me wonders, what is the fascination? Why, why do people want to stay? Um, why do they want to claim? Oh, well, it's okay. It's, it's Christian when they're actually not doing anything that is Christian there, you know, it's almost like they, why can't you just call it what it is? Like you, you, everyone wants to attach their idea to right. the Bible. Oh, well, see, there's this verse. Like, I kind of don't get why, 
why do you want to stay in leagues with the Bible when you're doing things that the Bible condemns? You know what I'm saying? That they want both. They want both. Right. There's, and it makes sense to want both in a way, right? Because, because we, if somewhere, you know, that Jesus is the way, truth and life. I mean, you want to be in heaven with Jesus. You don't want to be in the other place, Yeah. but they're not willing to fully accept the truth of God. They're just not willing to do it. And, and it's interesting, but they're so deceived. So we have to remember that they're really, this is heavy duty deception because as they pluck out a verse or two, the next chance they get, they're going to debunk the Bible altogether. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen this, but I've, I've heard this 5 million times. They'll say, well, you know, there's just certain parts that are just stories and this, oh, oh, but I believe in scripture. Yeah. Question. Yes. They're distracted by um, decept and they're deceived. Yeah. That's what it is. Those, that's yeah. what those distractions are intended to do. The evil mm-hmm. one wants to undermine your confidence in the word of God. Mm-hmm. And certainly for the unbeliever to never know the gospel, never yeah. know the word of God. So, right. and again, you have like, to remember, yeah, yeah, like so many things I talk about here, it's just another version of, did God really say that's right. Genesis three, you know, did God really say the only way you can know um, special knowledge or information or have access to truth is in his word. Like, why shouldn't you have access to these higher things? You know, I've, I've picked you, you're special, you're different. You're going to be this, this channel or this medium between the spirit world and the natural world. And and you're going to bless people with it. And it's going to be for good. And you're going to bring love and light and healing and so much connection and so much wholeness. Like, all of these words that are um, honestly tossed around very uh, frequently, even in Christian circles, you know, sure. Um, some of those terms that are honestly straight, straight out of the new age, straight out of the occult. And uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to be legalistic here, but I think there's even there's practices within pop Christianity and just that I'll, I'll see other podcasters or um Instagram people doing like that, I I think start to border on, on new age, even like words of the year, for instance. And I'm not going to say like, Oh, that word of the year is demonic. Like if you have a word of the year, cause I've had a word of the year in the past back before I was convicted that I don't need to do that. Um, it just, it sort of felt like a baby version or Christian Christianized version of, okay, God, give me a word, give me a word. What is the word? What is it? Um, something that's going to like, you know, drive my whole year and it's going to be meaningful and I'll see everything through that lens and it's going to just make sense of everything that's going on. And do you know what I mean? Like, yes, I totally asked God for that. And I convinced myself that he gave me a word and I remember what the word was and it, and it's, and it didn't, uh, it's not like I was in contact with demons or I'm not saying that, you know, I just, I feel like that that pursuit of that special knowledge um it is a very it is a very fine line between asking god mm-hmm. for wisdom to mm-hmm. walk rightly before him for eyes to see his truth um you know and and for um his eyes to see mm-hmm. our lives through and then asking for a special this or a special revelation a spe- you know what i'm saying like right there's just a fine line there and it's one that I think a lot of Christians don't maybe take very seriously because they don't mm-hmm. realize how close that can get them to now. I'm the one I'm the master of I'm, you know, I I'm the head of the ship. I'm the one driving mm-hmm. things forward. If I don't see it or if I don't envision it, or if it's not on the vision right. board, it's not happening. right. It's right. not, it's not God's will. No, because that wasn't on my vision board or no, that doesn't fit with my word of the year. So that's, that can't be what God's asking me to do, you know? So dangerous, so uh, dangerous, right. so dangerous. Um, my opinion also is unfortunately, and you know, I, I, I don't want to say too much about this, but the charismatic movement mm-hmm. and the word of faith movement has um, been a big source of deception. And I really see so, so many similarities to the new age. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's again, part of the deception. If you throw God's name out there, you throw Jesus's name out there, then you can um, think that it's just okay. It's just mm-hmm. okay to do it, you know, cause after all it's prophecy or it's um, dream interpretation, or it's um, even the name it and claim it. Like you said, well, mm-hmm. that's manifesting. 
Um, And that's a very unfortunate situation because we don't manifest. We don't. We pray to the one who holds all life in his hands, the one who has a good plan for us. And we trust and surrender Mm -hmm. everything, our will to his will. Mm -hmm. And we can pray for things. That's great. uh, But Mm -hmm. we, we trust that if we don't get what we want, we get what we need. And we already have that in Christ Jesus. My final sponsor of today is Cornerstone Curriculum. Now is the time to start thinking about curriculum for this fall. And this sponsor is going to make your decisions around what you teach your children in regards to biblical worldview incredibly simple. I completed their four-year program, Worldviews of the Western World, in high school, and they have many other resources available for students of all ages. This is not only for homeschool families, although it is perfect if you do homeschool. Um, Even if your kids are in a private or a public school, they have resources for you. They have a Answers for Difficult Days Bible Study, Starting Points Worldviews Primer, video series, so much more. Check out their website at cornerstonecurriculum.com and be sure to use the coupon code KINDLED for 5% off. That's KINDLED for 5% off and visit their website at cornerstonecurriculum.com. What is manifesting? Like in the new age sense, what, is, what does that actually mean? It's, it means that you, what, what we used to do um, is make a list a very detailed list, or you can put, uh, you know, law of attraction came in, you can make the vision board. That's what manifesting is. You put pictures or words of something you desire and you're putting it out there to the universe. Um, assuming that the universe is going to hold your hand and assist you in providing and drawing towards yourself. It, the thing that you are willing into your life, the thing that you are wanting to come into your life and you have to visualize it happening. Here's, I love this part. It's really interesting. That's your job. You have to visualize it happening and you've got to be positive about it. You've got to be sure. You've got to not doubt. You have to have positive energy. So what happens when you're having a really rough day? Maybe your mom died. Maybe your dog got sick. Maybe, and you're not having a good day and you're passing your vision board Now what's going to happen when you're not putting positive energy Mm. out there to the universe? You know, that's a, that's a huge problem with trusting in yourself, assigning power to yourself, assigning power to a created thing like the universe. And um, it's very subjective. And you're going to lose, you're going to lose, you're going to lose. Yeah. It's all on you if it doesn't come to pass, right? Yes. Because you didn't, you didn't believe it in enough. If it doesn't work out, yes. you must have kind of messed the process up because the universe yes. is there to serve you. If you just do all, if you kind of rub the right sticks together or I don't know. Yes. Yes. And the sad thing to me is the, when we go into the word of faith movement, you see something so similar because, or, you know, the prosperity gospel, um, Jesus just wants you to be healthy and wealthy. Well, what happens when you keep praying for that healing and you don't get the healing of the arthritis or, you yeah. know, the person still passes away? Whose fault is it then? Yeah. It's yours yeah. or God's, right? Yours right. or God's. So you're yeah. going to either blame God or you're going to blame yourself for not having enough faith. And that's a very sad situation. So you can see how close, absolutely, how Christianity um, is taking these new age practices and just reshaping them a little bit Mm -hmm. to sound a little bit better and to sound godly. And they're not godly. Right. So what about, um, what about like energy healing? What is that? Do you, I mean, are you familiar with that? I don't know if that was something you ever did. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I dabbled in a lot of these things. I actually even had a pendulum and I would balance chakras. Um, The idea with energy healing is that your energy, um, according really to the chakras, it will come back to that, which are, of course, is a false teaching. These little wheelhouses of energy that are running either um, clockwise, which would be running normally, or counterclockwise. And they associate with certain organs and um, emotions as well. So physical ailments or physical issues and emotional issues as well. So I used to take my little pendulum and put it over each chakra, the chakras from head to top of the head to the base of your spine. 
and put them over the particular chakras. And if the thing was going, my pendulum was going counterclockwise, then I would actually now draw in from the mediumship and ask spirits to tell me what this person needed to do or what happened in their life and what they need to correct and where they need to get healing. You know, maybe it was a therapist or maybe they needed to see a stomach doctor or what have you. Mm -hmm. Um, In that regard, that was my uh, department there. However, Reiki, the Reiki practitioner thinks that they're moving energy around on somebody's body and that will heal them. And they even believe they can send I know you were talking before about, I, I think you were about love and light yeah. sending, like you're sending this energy, you know, I'm sitting here on Long Island and I can send you energy over there, somebody in Washington or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, where, where are you, how are you sending this energy? I just made a video recently. I love how Alan Parr on the beat, he said, he said, I just don't understand. Is it through email? Are you sending vibes through email? Mm-hmm. Are you, you know, and not to be snarky, but um, you can just see when you really even start to think about it, mm-hmm. it makes zero sense. It makes zero um, sense. Yeah. It makes zero sense. But yeah, Reiki is a big, but it's a big thing. And a big scam. <laughs> a big scam. A big, <laughs> big scam. Big old Absolutely. scam. Absolutely. Man, yes. it's just it's so sad to think, I mean, there's so much uncertainty for people, like as you're describing the process of seeing which way the pendulum's going and then seeing, okay, well, what does this person have to do? I mean, it's this hamster wheel you're on this never ending pursuit of peace, healing, wholeness, certainty, right? Like, and, but there's, but you never reach the end. There's never an answer. There's never a final word. It's never done. It's never finished. It's always unfinished. It's just, the process begins again, you know, I mean, absolutely. It sounds like a nightmare, right? Yeah. I I would imagine it would be addictive. Yeah. Yeah. But that's really what sin is. I mean, we were all slaves to sin until we're, we're, we're freed by Christ Jesus and we Mm -hmm. uh, turn to him and that's what sin is. It's addictive. It suits you. It's something that you're getting out of it at least, but only temporarily. That's because it's deceptive. It's not from God. So it can never give you the peace, the healing, the rest, mm-hmm. um, and the answers. It's, you know, that's what people are so fooled by because they get a little bit of something that they want. They get some information, you know, which of course is an instant gratification thing too. I think that's why so many people are drawn, uh, to readings and, the occult and the new age, because they want to know, and they want to know now they want to know something. The part that you're not being told is that because it's not coming from God, the demons and the devil don't love you. They don't care about you. They don't have your best interest at heart. You're going to be on the losing end of this contract, no matter Mm -hmm. how you slice or dice it. And they don't know everything. So they can give you a little bit, but they still don't know everything they can predict with amazing accuracy, but they don't know everything. So eventually you're going to, I think you, people start to see that, but, um, but they make excuses for it. Oh, that just wasn't a great psychic because they were, you know, like 80% accurate or whatever, but they just don't know everything. Why put your trust in a liar? Yeah. It's deceitful. It's lies. That's the whole thing. And it seems attractive and to, like I said, to give you something that you want temporarily, but because it isn't really giving you those things, you have to keep going back. You have Mm -hmm. to. Yeah. Yeah. Just a a little taste, but it's, but it's never really satiating. Right. So, I mean, when you're doing these um, readings or divining, like you were getting some information or some affirmation of, of some amount of facts that enabled you to be accurate enough that somebody thought you were legit. Right. Or, oh yeah. And I shouldn't even say thought you were legit because I guess what I'm getting at is like that it is legitimate. <laughs> like it yes. is, it is legitimate in the sense that you really were contacting spirits you really were but i mean demons like so satan gives his children gifts too right gifts of special knowledge or things that happened in the past to to affirm like you have some power some special access i just i I think too many christians like write it off and are like oh that stuff's not real no but it is (laughs) 
that's the, that's kind of the problem right. that it's real. It's right. not a joke. It's not something to trifle with. It's not something to brush off or say, well, I'm not doing that. I'm just, I'm just trying to manifest love and light. I'm not interacting with demons. It's like, no, but you don't under, you're the one that doesn't quite understand here what you're dabbling in. The demons are not right. confused. They know what they're doing. You're right. the one who is a little in the dark right. here. Right. And they're intelligent and they're, they're intelligent creatures, demons. They're not human beings. They're intelligent mm-hmm. and they do have power and they are present. You make right. a great point, but you know what I think it is? They, uh, people blow off psychic sometimes because they see the con artist psychic, you know, the one, mm-hmm. you know, with the crystal ball and they just want to, yeah. you know, like candles for you. Miss Cleo or something. Yeah. Miss Cleo or the people that say, Hey, after a thousand dollars, you know, this time, next time only 500 but I'll light candles for you and I'll be able to remove the curse that's yeah. on you. People actually do this. Um, wow. and, and they look at that and say, hey, that's horrible. That's, that's just a scam. Uh, no, divination is not a scam in general at all. It's, it's clear in the word of God. It's been, yeah. it's been practiced um, since ancient times. I mean, this yeah. has been going on. It's not new, right? even though we call it the new age. But um, yeah. It is legitimate. And yes, the de- they fed me enough information because demons are all around. They're able to see what, pe- and this is in no way, shape or form to provoke fear. Please don't be afraid. Yeah. You know, please don't be afraid at all. We, there's a spiritual war being fought, of yeah. course, mm-hmm. and they're around, but they see things mm-hmm. and they can report back what they've seen. So they know, they know that your great, great grandfather's name was Joseph. They know that Somebody in your family was born in December. Mm-hmm. They know that you ate lunch at Luigi's last week and you spilled the meatball on your white pants or whatever. And there was a spot and you couldn't get it out. Like they saw that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, wow. Just like when the, when the police use psychics for investigations, well, they saw where the body was buried. They saw, they saw the crime happen. So they're not doing this wonderful thing. These psychics that help police officers, they're just reporting from demons what was seen. Um, Mm. But they're not going to be able to bring peace to the victim. They're not going to be able to bring peace to the situation or justice to the situation. That's the part that they hold back on. Mm. So, um, right. In my readings, I was fed a lot of information and that's to my regret and shame. Mm -hmm. Um, I try not to I know that I'm, there's no condemnation in Christ, yeah. but I am very sad that I was such a part of other people's deception as well. And I, I listen to these demons all the time to these spirits. Yeah. yeah. And I was a word of mouth business, but I mean, yeah. And like you said, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus and God is using your story for good to point to, to show, you know, just how easy it can be to slip into these things. And, you know, like you were describing that pursuit of, um, knowledge and information and they, they know all of these things that happened in the past. They have a lot of access to a lot of information because they are, um, eternal in the sense that they they've, you know, demons are angels that fell with Satan when he rebelled against God. And so imagine we know how the Bible speaks about angels and that the, the power that they have. And, um, you know, Christ was made for just a little while, a little lower than the angels when he became, when he took on human flesh and, and mm-hmm. the Bible is pretty clear, obviously we're not to, we're not to worship them, but they do have, um, you know, they're, they're pretty incredible celestial beings. And so, yes. um, uh, pretty terrifying actually, you know, when mm-hmm. you think about what they really look like and then to imagine that now, okay, a fallen angel, now a demon who is, who has rebelled against the authority of God and is working for his father, the devil, um, to, you know, that, that pursuit, that information that they have is, is, it is there. They obviously know things that have happened in the honor. They know things that have happened in history, like you described, but what they don't have is the answer to all of it, the solution right. to all of it, because they have rejected the solution, which is Christ. They have rejected the once and for all sacrifice. And so they've, you know, set themselves up against the knowledge of God, you know, Romans right. one. And yeah. so, um, in that pursuit of knowledge, you're, you're always going to, there's always more, right. There's nothing new under the sun. There's always more history to dig up more right. facts, more mm-hmm. tidbits that kind of legitimize or make someone sound like they're really, they, they might have the key. It's just, it's just around the, it's almost like 
a, a desert oasis or a, what's mirage, you know, as you get right. closer, it disappears. And then, but it's right. just, it's just a little up there, yeah. like on the horizon. Yeah. And, uh, and yet the, the answer that you're really looking for, because you were designed for that answer, you were designed to need it and to, to thirst after it is they don't have it. They don't have it for you. Like it's a, it's a thirst trap. It is yes, obviously yeah. death and it is eternal death. If you, if you never turn away from that. Right. And there's so many excuses for, um, for, for the new age practices. And the problem is that, like I said before about myself, even the devil is counting on you not going into the word of God and checking it out. So, um, and that's what we're called to do. We need to test the spirits. We need to get discernment. We need to have mm -hmm. discernment. So just like crystals, and I just made a video about the Himalayan salt lamp. Uh, people are fascinated by crystals, crystal healing, crystal divination, the crystals with the chakras. But what uh, tends to happen is, well, God made crystals, so it's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, well, he did make them. And if you have the crystal and you say, hey, Lord, this is this is beautiful. And it's over there, or, you know, you have a diamond on your wedding band or whatever. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's, a, but you're not picking it up and assigning it any power. You're not saying it can heal me. You're not saying it should draw psychic uh, information my way or mm -hmm. abilities my way. That's a, a huge difference. Mm -hmm. That is not what a crystal is intended to do at all. That's yeah. all demonic. And that's just, and then that becomes just another tool of divination. And I think that's another thing that is really important for people to know. You have people looking at the stars, the planets, tarot cards, pendulums, crystals, what have, these are just tools of divination. And I do this on my TikTok. I give them a little visual. Back when I was a psychic, I could have taken my, my glasses and use this as a tool. And I could have said, well, this will mean yes. And this will mean no. Where am I getting the yes and no really from though? The demons, they're feeding me the information. This is just a tool. This is just glasses, right? Mm -hmm. It's a created thing. Uh, just like the stars and the moon, they don't feed you information Yeah, wow, that's about so your character. Yeah. yeah. So what would be your encouragement to people who have a loved one you know, or a friend that is kind of getting into some of these things, um, whether it be, um, innocently liking to learn more about their personality in the Enneagram seemingly mm -hmm. innocently, right. Um, someone that has obviously would never admit or think, or even say like, I want to, I want to get into the occult of the new age. Doesn't mm -hmm. even know that that would maybe be coming from it or is manifesting or saying they're manifesting or is getting into wanting to, uh, do energy healing or crystals? Like what would, what's your encouragement to those of us that are like, how do I even begin to share the truth with them? Um, how do I not drive them away? I, I knowing that they're deceived, mm -hmm. I don't want to, um, you know, try and hit them with a ton of bricks. Like I want to right. give them the, the truth in love and with grace. Like how do I, any advice for us how to do that? Yeah, of course which I'm sure you uh, know, I, I would always start with praying to the yeah. Lord to, to have the right words. And I would be praying without cease for that person, regardless of the conversations that happen or don't happen because people prayed for me and that's a powerful uh, weapon prayer. Mm -hmm. So uh, pray for them for sure. And then in regards to starting a conversation with them, just personally, what I do is I might say, Hey, can I share something with you about where I've been or something that I know, or, um, Hey, I, you know, Doreen, you know, ex new ager, great testimony. You, you may not put it that frame it that way, but you, you might say, Hey, can I, can I send you something? Can I share something with you? Or I just try to be relatable with people. Um, I actually did that. I, I shared this story this morning when I was in Bob's discount furniture um, this past summer, the woman starts talking to my husband about her birthday and they were vibing. And first of all, that's weird anyway, but, um, then she's talking about this stuff and we walk away and I said, I have to go talk to her. I really, because the love of Christ does compel us to share the mm -hmm. truth, mm -hmm. but it, this is a stranger, not even my friend, a stranger. And she's talking about astrology. And now the Lord is sending me back over there to her. And I said, Hey, listen, can I share something with you? I noticed you talking about your heart, um, your sign and 
and what have you. And I was a psychic medium and she got fixed. She was looking at me. She thought I probably that I was going to start telling her. Um, oh yeah. She's something. like, yeah, jackpot. Yeah. <laughs> right. And God is so good because I didn't plan out this speech. I had two seconds. I just walked from here to there and that words are coming out of my mouth and great that those were my first words because it had her hooked. Hey, listen. And I just shared with her some of my story and coming out of that and finding out it wasn't really from God and it really isn't a gift and, you know, point to the gospel. Um, if you have a friend or a loved one that's doing this, um, try to just be very gentle, very relatable, very loving. You can talk about what real peace is, what real rest is, how much God loves them. And um, of course, be armed with some scripture pray that the uh, Holy spirit gives you the right words. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good encouragement. Yeah. Just to be relatable and share, you know, maybe even go first and share a way that you, you have been, I don't know, yeah. maybe, maybe not quite using the word deceived, but, um, there's been things that I've believed that I didn't realize were actually not God's design or not, not what he says is best for us in scripture. Um, right. Yeah. That's good. Right. And, well, I just appreciate all of your wisdom so much and sharing your story with us. I um, pray that that will, you know, just encourage those listening who maybe have friends or family members um, or maybe listening um, for themselves too, just to hear the perspective of someone who came out of it. And uh, I know that God is using your story for sure and using your mm -hmm. obedience and sharing it. So thank you for doing that. Oh, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Absolute all glory to God. And where can people connect with you online? My website is X psychic saved E X uh, com. that links to my Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Um, I also have a little section where you can contact me. I'll pray for you, pray with you. And, um, it has the link to my testimony from psychic to saved, mm -hmm. which is also on Amazon. I'm not trying to, you know, push books or whatever. It's no, just no, my testimony. Yeah. Very simple. Um, and uh, you can reach me there. I'm on TikTok live. If anybody has TikTok, come and hang out with me Monday to Friday, nine-ish Eastern Standard Time in my kitchen with the Bible and a cup of coffee. And we pray, that. we pray and we read the Bible and we answer questions and we, so many souls are being one. The people that God is, we pray for anybody that God is nudging already just to pop in and he is faithful. I'll tell you. And I play that song, God is on the move. Every time we pray with somebody to accept Christ as their Lord so and cool. savior. So we have fun. We have fun. We're family for sure. So That's you can so find awesome. me there. Sounds so cool. Love it. Way to go, Jen. Thank you so much again. And uh, it's been great chatting with you. Great chatting with you as well. All right, guys, that's it for today. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that episode was encouraging to you. Uh, get the show notes at kindlepodcast.com and follow me on Instagram at Haley.kindled and at kindled.haley. Have a great week, guys.